Welcome here to a very special National Signing Day Spotlight with Dennis Jaquez Jr. coming to us from St. Augustine Prep School in Richland, New Jersey. The number one D-end coming out of the state of New Jersey. Very happy to have him here for the 2022 incoming class. A true freshman coming onto the Syracuse Orange on the day he signed. Dennis, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing very well, man. And, you know, I, I got to start there. I know we talked a little bit off the air about it, but number one D-end in the state of New Jersey means what to you? It means a lot to me, honestly. You know, I've dedicated my entire life to this sport, and I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what any other sports I say. I can be the 58th best defense in, in the state, but in my eyes, with how hard I work and how much talent I have, I believe I'm the number one player, not even defensive end, but player in the state. And what makes you believe that you're the number one player? I, I love the positivity. I love the confidence. What makes you believe that you're not only the number one D-end in New Jersey, but that you're the number one player overall in your state of New Jersey? Oh, yeah, the stats don't lie, you know. I play great games. I get teams don't even run my way. But besides that, I just, I'm just a hard worker. I put in too many hours not to be named the number one player. You know, I, it's just a different breed over here. And statistically, when you look back on your games, Dennis, what are some of those moments that stick out the most to you from your time at St. Augustine? Oh, yeah, some of my problem rivalry games. You know, we have a thing, you know, where we're a holy war against our rival St. Joe's. So, you know, those games always meant a lot to not just me, but my coaches as well and my teammates. So, you know, just coming out there, playing for the community, and just going out there and trying to get a win. Those are probably the best games of my career, for sure. Do you have a proudest personal or individual moment on the field? Proudest or individual? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I would say my sack against Del Barton. You know, it was, a, it was a very crucial sack. It was, they were down, but they were, they were really moving the ball. It was, it was third down. They were, they were really close to converting. You know, I can't, but my coach looked at me and said, Dennis, you need to make a play. I told myself, let's go. I'm locked in. Got in my stance, and the rest, like you already know, I made that sack. So that's a really proud moment of myself. You know, it just told me that, you know, it's, it's really just a mindset thing. If I tell myself I can do it, I can really do it. Dennis, uh, speaking here with Dennis Jacquez Jr., coming from St. Augustine Prep School in Richland, New Jersey, signing on to Syracuse here on this National Signing Day special. Dennis, before you signed with Syracuse, you opened up your recruitment. What went into all of this? Uh, what happened from you? originally thinking you were going somewhere else to opening your recruitment right before signing day. I just want to thank the Northwestern coaches for that as well. You know, they were they were a really good coaching staff and a real good way of recruiting me. But honestly, it just came down to, you know, being close to home and, on, you know, and reuniting with one of my best friends growing up, you know, and just competing in the ACC. It's a, it's a great school. Syracuse is definitely a school I always looked up to. You know, when Carmelo Anthony was there and he was playing basketball there, I definitely always loved Syracuse. So, yeah, it's always been like a dream of mine to play there. And who are you reuniting with? Who's one of your best friends? Uh, Deuce Chestnut. Yeah, we, uh, we've been playing together since we were, who knows how old, I think four. So, we four years old, I think. Deuce Chestnut playing as a true freshman, doing some incredible plays, one-handed interception grabs, just what he was able to do in his coverage. What can you say about Deuce and what what you saw from him at Syracuse in his first season? 
Oh yeah, it's just an inspiration for not only just me, but you know the town itself that we grew up in. You know, there's a lot of young guys who are you know wondering if they're good enough to play D1, and they're like, you know, I'm from, I'm from such and such town, you know, but don't have nobody ever make it from here. And then you look at Dukes, and you know, Dukes is out there making top tier plays, plays that you don't expect anybody to make, and he's out there making it. So it's just an inspiration for not only me, but for the town itself. And when you talk about that town, shout out your hometown and, and let everybody know something about the town that maybe means a lot to you. It's Pensalkin, New Jersey. Pensalkin, yeah. And, and what you is know, it about the town that you love? Definitely the people, you know. They definitely look up to us. They definitely, you know, they come to the games. You know, I, I may have not went to Pensalkin High School, but they... I try to go to there, so there's, you know, just really a great relationship in there. And I, it cut out a couple times, Dennis, so I'm going to ask you to do it again. I apologize. Uh, speak with me about, uh, yeah. shout out the hometown and uh, what you uh, what you like about it. Oh, yeah, it's Pensauke, New Jersey. You know, it's a real great town. The people love us. You know, they come to our games. They try to, I try to go to their games, you know, because I didn't really go to Pensauke in high school. I went to St. Augustine. But, you know, it, we never lost that relationship. They always showed love and support for not only me, but for the guys who decided not to go to Pensauke High, like Deuce, for example. You know, and when you think about Deuce, how did he inspire you growing up? Like you said, you guys have been playing together since you were like four years old. What can you say about what he's done to make you a better player? Oh yeah, he's like he's like a brother to me. You know, I always saw him do something. He made a play. I told myself, you know, I can make that same play, and then vice versa. You know, when I saw him getting better, it just pushed me to get better myself. You know, when I saw him getting good grades in school, you already know I wanted to get the same grades, even if not better. So, no, it was just a real good relationship we had. It was like a rivalry, but at the same time, a great friendship. And so, to have that, I mean, from four years old to now, you guys have been playing for over a, a decade and knowing each other. How have you and Deuce evolved? How would you say you evolved, and how do you think Deuce has evolved over the last decade plus? Oh, yeah, well, personality-wise, we've been the same guys. You know, we never changed up. You know, football-wise, the game has just matured to us. You know, the game has definitely slowed down. You know, we just, we don't, we knew we put the work in. So, you know, we always get rewarded if you put the work in. So that's that's definitely how we changed. We definitely have grown. <laughs> Especially me, I've gotten a lot taller, a lot bigger, a lot stronger, faster. Same with do. So, yeah, we definitely gotten a lot better. How involved, speaking here with Dennis Jacquez Jr., coming from Richland, New Jersey, St. Augustine, and, well, that's where St. Augustine is, but obviously you just talked about your hometown in New Jersey. How involved was Deuce Chestnut in recruiting you to Syracuse? Uh, you know, ever since he committed, he always told me, you know, you know, you gotta come take a visit, just come see the school, you're gonna love it. And you know, I was, you know, I, at first I was a little doubtful, you know, I did love the school, but I was still, you know, just worried because I don't know. So I never really got to take that visit, but you know, while I was committed to Northwestern, I saw that, you know, I, I never took all of my official visits. I was like, why not go up there and if, if anything, I can at least catch up with Deuce. So yeah, you know, it was a great visit as well. So, you know, he always told me just come out and just, just visit the school at least. What made you apprehensive to come out to Syracuse initially? Uh, pretty much just the distance. You know, I kind of would have played closer to home, had my parents come watch my games. You know, it had nothing to do with the coaching staff or anything like that. I love those guys. I wish them the best of luck. Coach Fitz and Coach Long. Those are really amazing guys, you know. I wish I could have played for them, but sadly I won't be able to. But besides that, I wish them the best of luck. You know, and, and to go into that, to, to speak on those coaches again and 
and share that with everybody. There's been coaching changes, so just what you could say about you know the coaches that are that are not there any any longer in your relationship with them individually. Uh, can you repeat that question again? I'm sorry. Yeah, just what you could say about the coaches that aren't at Syracuse anymore and what they meant to you, like individually to, to shout them out. Uh, which coaches do you mean? The ones that are not there anymore? Yeah, the ones you just talked about that aren't there. Oh, uh, no, I was speaking of Northwestern's coaches. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. on your side of it, though, you're coming in as a defensive lineman to a team that's uh, just fired their defensive line coach and Vincent Reynolds. What can you say about that? Did that affect anything in your decision? Uh, no, nah, definitely. I mean, actually, yeah. I, I really like the new D-line coach. He's a real cool guy. I'm talking about a real cool guy. I got to meet him this weekend, and he just has a great personality. I can tell that he wants the best for me. He was a great coach already, so, you know, just meeting him, it's just going to be a great experience, honestly. And just getting to play with him is also just a real dope experience. And for the Syracuse fans that don't know him, can you shout out the D-line coach here? Uh, if I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to yet. So, <laughs> so, so, so you, I'm, I'm just, so you met I'm him. Sorry. You met him, but uh, but the Syracuse fans can't can't know him yet. Nah, not yet. That's, that's classified information. <laughs> but what yeah, can I'm you, sorry about that one. It's okay. What can you tell us about the D-line coach? So if you can't if you can't let go of the name, what can you say about maybe the personality or what you like about him? Oh, he's a real guy. Guy, very energized. You know he's he's uh he's coached in the league before, so he has great experience, and you know, he uh he definitely wants the best for me. He pushes me. You know we walked into the locker room together. I'm sorry, the film room together, and he uh he just we watched film about me. He broke down what I needed to work on, what I do great, and you know I've never done that before, honestly. So you know just having him coaching me up, I already learned so much, and I've only met him once. You know, so that's the type of coach he is. And when you took your visit up to Syracuse, what were your biggest takeaways from being up in Syracuse? Uh, definitely the players, you know, meeting those guys, those guys seem like they have a real brotherhood bond, you know, so it, it, especially there's a lot of guys from Jersey, New York, you know, very close from the area. So, you know, just having guys, who, you know, who kind of, you know, just like me, who have, you know, grown up the same way, it's just a real cool thing. And how much, Dennis, does that mean to you, Syracuse, having guys on the roster from New York and New Jersey? What does that mean? That means a lot, you know, it's, that's like a staying close to home thing. You know, we're all playing for that same goal, so, you know, represent New Jersey. So, you know, nothing brings people closer together than a goal. So, you know, having that goal together, just it just brings us closer and makes us work even harder. Speaking here with Dennis Jacquez, Jr., coming from St. Augustine Prep School out in Richland, New Jersey, here in this National Signing Day special on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Dennis, for you, the state of New Jersey doesn't get the respect when it comes to recruiting. What are some things that you maybe want to set the record straight on? What are, you know, what's what's maybe something that you think is, is an unfair representation or maybe what some people say about the state of New Jersey? What do you want to set straight about recruiting? Oh yeah, when it comes to like recruiting, everyone knows, you know, you got Florida, you have Texas, you have California, you have all those big states. And, you know, no no shade to them. They're really amazing kids in those states. But I feel as if New Jersey as a whole is just very, very underrated. South Jersey especially. We don't get as much love. But I'm just telling you here from me, we are different breeds out here. We are guys who just want to come into programs and we're going to work. We don't care how big the other guy is. 
it's just it's, it's something in the water over here that just makes us tough, you know. And you were talking about the fact that, you know, looking at coming on to Syracuse and visiting and getting around the team, that's what meant the, the most to you, that's what stuck out the most were the players on the team. Besides Deuce, who did you get to spend some time with when you came to visit Syracuse? I got to meet a lot of the guys. You know, my uh, my host was actually Justin Barron. You know, he's like a uh, linebacker slash safety for Syracuse. He was a real cool host. You know, he showed me a real great time. Got to meet the rest of the team. I met a lot of cool guys. I met Cruz as well, you know, an uh, offensive lineman for Syracuse. He had a lot of energy. I loved him. Real cool guy. So, you know, those two guys right there stood out to me. You know, hopefully we can all share the field next year together. What is it about Justin Barron that you think is so memorable? Uh, just his personality. You know, he's a real cool guy. He, you know, he taught me he taught me some stuff. You know, he's, he's real good on the football field. I saw him play. So, you know, it just surprised me. He's a real good guy. And just, you know, he's someone you can look up to, especially a younger guy. And then Enrique A. Cruz Jr. I, I don't know if you know this about Enrique, but when him and I had our first conversation, we somehow got on to talking about that there has never been a Hispanic president, and I have Hispanic blood, he has Hispanic blood. So I told him that I would run, he could be my VP, and then when I'm done with two terms, he can run, and then I could serve as his VP. So I don't know if he told you, but him and I are gonna be on that, that ticket together for president. What do you think about Enrique's personality, and do you think he would be a good president and or vice president? Oh, yeah, for sure. He would definitely be a good president, president slash vice president. He's got that energy that everyone needs, you know. And you got to make that decision as a president. You want to go to him, for sure. So, you know, you know, you guys being Spanish, you guys got to add me to the list somewhere. I'm Dominican, so All right. definitely would love to be added to that. I feel that. I feel I got I to gotta firm out my cabinet. So I, I'll take care of you, Dennis. Make sure we get you on there. So wouldn't that be nice? From, from Syracuse to the White House, and uh, that'd be pretty interesting. Two former Syracuse players someday, uh, Syracuse born and bred broadcaster. I like that. I like that ticket. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you need a, a guy in the Treasury Department, I'm your guy. All right, fair enough. I like that. So, Dennis, as we continue this conversation, you know, we talked about how you believe in your talents, you're confident. What are the best parts of your game, your best attributes, and then what are the things that you think you need to work on the most as you get set for college football? Okay, definitely my strengths is that I think it's my mentality. I'm a guy, you know, I get in my stance and I just look at the offensive tackle or look at the guard or look at the center. I just think it to myself, this guy cannot block me. I don't care if he's a five star, four star, three star, you name it. This guy in front of me, no matter how many stars he has, is not better than me. So that's pretty much my mindset coming in. You know, I'm going to demolish you and I'm just going to beat you at your game. So definitely it's like my mentality is definitely a strength. Also, my, my quick first step, I think my get-off is one of my better attributes. So, yeah, getting, everyone knows the D-alignment, the number one thing is getting off the ball. When it comes to my weaknesses, honestly, I think definitely uh, my speed could be a lot better as overall. Uh, I think I'm a solid pass rusher, but, you know, you can always use improvement on that as well. And, you know, coming up into college, you know, I'm going to be one of the weaker guys coming in. You know, those guys have four or three years of experience of college lifting, so they're coming in. It just tells me I need to come in and get to right, right to work, especially in the lifting department. Yeah, you know, and, and for you coming on to Syracuse, how much weight did it hold 
that you know the entire off defensive line, uh, starters for Syracuse are moving on. Kingsley Jonathan, as well as Josh Black and McKinley Williams. What did that mean to you at the DN position? That two bookends that have been great for Syracuse and and Jonathan and Black are moving on, and that the whole D line starters uh, were moving on. What is what is that? mean to you recruiting wise did it hold a lot of weight that you knew that this was going to kind of be open season when it came to defensive ends and the d-line in general knowing that syracuse needs help there moving forward oh yeah it definitely just told me that you know i have to come and i have to mature a lot faster than what i usually would do so you know it just i have to come in i have to just lace them cleats up get in the weight room and just get to work you know not having those older guys is definitely going to be tough this season but you know we have a lot of other guys Guys who are in my situation, we can just step up together. And hopefully we can all make each other better and so we can make this D-line prosper. Syracuse has struggled. They have one bowl season in the last six years under Dino Babers. Did that mean anything to you? Did the win-loss record have any place in your decision? Oh, no, no doubt. You know, it, it definitely does not. Because when it comes to this, you know, we live living in a different age than we were three years ago with this coronavirus, you know, that definitely put a lot of teams behind. And, you know, I know Coach Babers is going to get to work this offseason. You know, he can, he can depend on me for sure because I will come in, I will, put, I will go to work, and I will make my teammates better. So, you know, definitely, that definitely does not concern me. I know we're going to come in and we're all going to go compete. Dino Babers means blank to you. Fill in that blank. What can you say about maybe how you would describe Dino or your relationship with him? I would, I, was, I would describe him as a guy that I can trust. You know, when I, whenever if I'm going through anything, I know that that I can always go to him. He has an open-door policy. You know, not many coaches have that. Some coaches are just, you know, you only speak to me on the field. But no matter what, Coach Babers will be there for me to speak to. So, you know, he's definitely a guy I can trust. Is there anything that he said to you that resonates, that kind of stays with you? Uh, he, nah, he pretty much just told me that, you know, that the one thing that actually does stand out to me is kind of funny. You know, he has like a no yawning policy. And I think it's pretty cool because, you know, it's kind of like the, uh, the, the way the human body works is that you can tell yourself not to yawn. And he was telling me about that. And I was like, that's, that's kind of true if you think about it. So, you know, he just told me that he just holds his kids accountable. You know, you have to hit the 10 push-ups if you uh, start yawning. I like that. That's a, that's some military stuff, so I can I can respect that. So as you get set to come in to Syracuse and play on this defensive line, Tony White came in with the three three five a couple seasons ago. He'll be going into his third season as D coordinator. Do you have a relationship with Tony White, and what do you think about the three three five? Oh yeah, I definitely have a good relationship with Coach White. You know, he told me as soon as I seen him that he doesn't care. If I'm the youngest guy on the roster or if I'm the oldest, if you're good enough to play, you will play. So that's one thing you can see with Deuce. He plays as a true freshman. So that's a great thing with him. And then uh, the second part of your question was the three three five. You know, I, I, I honestly like it because, you know, it just means I can, you know, come off the edge a lot better. You know, I can also play a lot of shades differently. You know, he also does a lot more than a three three five. You know, he runs a four man front, he runs a five man front sometimes. So, you know, just me being versatile, I'll be able to play all, all positions, all shades and techniques. You you spoke on the fact that you and Deuce uh, knowing him since four and playing together since four years old, but going up against him. What type of 
dreams do you have? Do you kind of sit and fantasize about what it's going to be like to finally be on the same team? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we may have been talking since we stopped playing together in high school that, you know, we got to reunite and we got to build this relationship again on the football field. You know, me and him, we have a chemistry like no other on the football field. So just, you know, being able to, you know, spark it back up this season, it's going to be real dope. And for you, as you get set, Syracuse fans want to hear a message from you directed toward them, I'm sure. So what do you want to tell the Syracuse Orange fans? Uh, I just want to tell the Syracuse fans that they're going to get a player out of me. They're not going to get a guy who wants to, you know, to stay there his four years and sit the bench. They're going to get a guy who wants to be on the field, making plays, and helping out his teammates, making them better off the field and on the field. So that's the type of player they're going to get. We see the transfer portal, Dennis. Uh, Syracuse losing more than 15 players to the portal, uh, leading the ACC in players transferring out. As a player going into college football, what do you think of the of the transfer portal? And what do you think about the fact that you're going on to a team that has had to navigate losing a, a bunch of players in, in the portal? Honestly, the transfer portal is a great thing. You know, I think it helps the older guys, you know, guys who want to get on the field, guys who want to get their education. You know, it definitely helps them. And, you know, it's a, it's a lot of things. A lot of things come up in people's lives. So you never know the true story behind their decisions. So just, you know, having that little transfer portal, it definitely helps them out. And then the second part of your question, what was it again? Can you uh, repeat it for me, please? Yeah. With, uh, with Syracuse losing more players than any other team in the ACC to date, just if that means anything to you that you've seen Syracuse lose more than 15 players to the portal. All that tells me that there's open spots and some young guys need to start stepping up. That's all that tells me, that we just got to come in, man up, mature more, and let's just make plays. That's all it is. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. If you make plays, you make plays. So just get out there and make some plays, you know. <laughs> I love that, the positivity. Dennis, Dennis Jacquez Jr. here hanging out with us from St. Augustine Prep School in Richland, New Jersey, coming out of New Jersey as the top D-end, and in his mind, the top player overall in New Jersey. As you get set to come to Syracuse, Dennis, I like to do a thing called rapid fire. It gets us off the football field. It gets to know you a little bit better. It also allows you to put me on the hot seat, which I am very confident nobody else in the media does this. So I'm going to let you ask me three questions. I'm going to ask you three. We're going to go back and forth. Nothing to do with football, and I'm going to let you fire away first. What do you got to say to me? All right, first question is, what got you into your job? I'm a storyteller. I've been writing since I was five years old. I love telling stories. I love bringing people together. I love making people laugh. I love bringing positivity into people's lives. So it just made sense that I love to, you know, go up to a stranger and introduce myself and get to know them. So I thought, if I'm going to have these conversations and I'm going to be positive and I'm going to care, why not make a career out of it? And why not show the world what it's like to be an honest person, be a kind person, be a God-loving person, and hopefully I can help to make the world a better place by bringing us all together. Oh, that's a great answer. Thank you. Appreciate that. What got you into football? What made you fall in love with football? You know, you know, actually me being Hispanic, like we spoke earlier, and being Dominican, you know, I grew up being a baseball kid. But the thing was, I just sucked. I was not good at all. <laughs> I was horrible. So, you know, my dad, I told my dad when I was a kid, I said, yeah, I think it's time we try something new. 
he saw that I was kind of a little aggressive to kids, so I just he saw he uh he saw a kid one day in you know some football pads. He was asked the kid, he was like, Where do you play football at? He told him I played for Pennsylvania Panthers. The next day my dad had me out there and he said I fell in love with the game. You know, that's what got me into football, you know. Also the defensive side, you know, it's like it's one of the only sports where you can really just, you know, play your game out there, you know, and you won't get in trouble for it, you know. I appreciate that and I know I said we wouldn't ask football but I'm happy I asked it because I also was not that great at baseball so I played basketball so my my second or your second question for me what do you got oh yeah my second question is where are you from and how much does it mean to you to represent your state I am from Syracuse New York born and raised and I worked in a bunch of different places I worked at ESPN affiliates out of state I lived in Pennsylvania, I lived in Florida, I worked at Disney, and so what does Syracuse mean to me? Everything. Uh, it's a blue-collar town, I'm a blue-collar kid. I, I literally started my company nine and a half years ago with 27 cents in my pocket and $103 in my bank account. I was living with my grandmother, taking care of her, and she got older and she needed some help. So, and actually on signing day today, this is this would be her 105th birthday and she's up in heaven right now. So, God bless to her. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I came back home. I came back home to build my company. I came back home to build my brand and expand my brand. So, what does Syracuse mean to me? Everything. And I always go back to a line by Macklemore where he said, I got my city right behind me. If I fall, they got me. And I really believe that. I I love Syracuse. I bleed it. And, you know, they mean the world to me. I'm synonymous with them. They're synonymous with me. And it, I wear that as a badge of honor everywhere I go. Oh, that's a that's dope. That's, that's a real good relationship you guys have. Or you and the state. I mean, <laughs> So my second question for you is if you were on a stranded island and you could only hang out with three people for the rest of your life, who would those three people be and why? I definitely first person is my little brother. I can't do nothing without that kid. Gotta have him with me, you know. That's my that's my dog right there. My second person would probably ooh, that's a good one. Anybody in the world? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. I might have to bring like someone like I don't know, like Cat Williams, someone funny. Okay. Someone can make me laugh. You know, gotta have him. And the third person, I gotta have someone who can cook. I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna bring my grandma. She can definitely cook for me out there. And hopefully, you know, she'll find something. I'll, I'll hunt and she, she can just cook it for me because I can't. But yeah, I de definitely my grandma. So shout out your little brother's name and your grandma's name. I'd love to give them a shout out. Oh yeah, my um, my little brother's name is Daryl Jacquez. He's 14 years old and he also plays football. So Syracuse fans, be ready. And then my grandma name is she sees Dominican. She was born and raised in the Dominican Republic. So her name is Bertha Rodriguez. What's her first name? It's Bertha. B-E-R-T-A. Awesome. Appreciate it. So shout out to grandma, shout out to your little brother and a potential other Syracuse player in the future. So I like that. What is your uh, final question for me? Okay, my final question was if you didn't have your job right now, what would you be doing in life? It's funny that you say that, and I don't look at subtracting, I look at adding. So I have 
done this for a long time, uh, which I pride myself on. I believe I can make anybody laugh, any background, any ethnicity, any age. I've been doing it forever. And so stand-up comedy is something that I, I intertwine into the things I do, but I've been asked to go on stage and I'm highly considering finally putting my feet on a stage in the comedy world because I got a lot of stories to tell, I got a lot of crazy ex-girlfriends, and I don't think the world's ready for it, so. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. My real question is, am I going to get some tickets to the show? Oh man, listen, if you and I, I mean, we're building our relationship right now, so you ain't got to worry about that. I mean, Dennis, you once you're on the show here, we connect, you come out to Syracuse, we spend time together, you, you got tickets at Will Call whenever you want them, that's how it's going to be. Oh yeah, that's what I like to hear, that's dope. So, my final question for you is, since we're talking about, uh, you know, presidential stuff and all of that, if you were my secretary of the treasury and we win the election, when we win the election, we're out there, you and I and, and Enrique Cruz Jr., what's the first thing that you would want to work on as a staff? What's the first, like if you could come into my office and suggest anything, what's the first thing you'd want to work on? Uh, definitely like social injustices in this country. You know, we definitely could work on that as well. You know, start to build up, you know, start, not that I'm saying that people don't have rights, but you know, start to give people more, you know, more freedom or, you know, like more, yeah, more, more freedom, you know, to, to express themselves in ways, you know what I'm saying? So that definitely would help. Also, you know, I don't know, I would, uh, actually, I, don't, I like the way things are going, honestly. But we'll keep it as it is. All right. <laughs> All right, okay, so, you know, try to, try to expand things out social justice-wise and work on that, and then let some things that are working continue to work. Okay. Yeah, that's facts, yeah. All right, so that coming from Dennis Jacquez Jr. and coming from the Dominican and a family from there, appreciate that. Appreciate, uh, you know, the Hispanic background and, and uh, very much look forward to that. Maybe we could do some shows in Spanish or something like Maybe we could work that out. But uh, oh, yeah. I, definitely looking forward to it, Dennis. Listen, I appreciate having you here for the National Signing Day special. I'm ecstatic that the bridge to New Jersey has brought somebody else in. I'm happy that, you know, you and Deuce get to play on the same team. I'm honored that we got to speak with each other, and I look forward to having you back. I would love you, love to have you back here in the uh, not-too-distant future. I think we got a lot to talk about, and I already like our conversation, so I'm looking forward to having you back. No doubt. Thank you for having me. It means a lot for you guys. All right. Well, listen, Dennis, have a great time. Celebrate with the family. Please tell everybody I said hello. Give them my best. And tell Grandma that she's going to have to cook for one more uh, one more mouth coming up here, all right? Oh, no doubt. I got you. All right, brother. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Have a good day. You too.